Welcome to the Educational Leadership Moment, where you'll gain valuable insights on research-based and experientially learned educational leadership principles and best practices that promote student success. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your host. With my extensive experience as a classroom teacher, school administrator, and central office staff member, I'm dedicated to sharing effective strategies to ensure student achievement. So, grab your favorite beverage, a pen or a pencil, and a notepad, and get ready to take notes. And if you find this moment valuable, and I am confident that you will, please like, subscribe, and share with your colleagues, friends, and family. Thank you for joining me on the Educational Leadership Moment. Now, get ready to take your educational leadership to the next level. And remember, when students are led well, they learn well. Welcome to this week's episode of the Moore Leadership Moment video podcast. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, guiding you to lead with confidence. Today, I'd like to speak with you about building your legacy. Now, I know some of you are out there thinking, Kim, why would I need to be concerned about building a legacy? You know, I'm in my mid to late 20s, my early 30s, and legacy is really something for very mature people. Well, I'm here to tell you that you are building your legacy right now, even though you are in your mid to late 20s or early 30s. Why? Why would I say that? Well, because the choices you make today will build your legacy for tomorrow. So I want to help you build a legacy that is going to last beyond your days with us. As a part of my dissertation, I wrote acknowledgments to recognize and to thank those who supported me during my journey to earn a doctoral degree. Now, I'd love to tell you that that journey was just smooth sailing, but that would not be the truth. In fact, during the time that I was pursuing my doctoral degree, I lost one of my parents, I was diagnosed with breast cancer, and my son was serving in Afghanistan. So as you can imagine, this was not an easy process for me. But I was so blessed because I had lots of people come beside me, support me, encourage me, and help me finish what I thought was the most important goal for me to achieve during that time period, which was to finish my degree. And because these people had such a tremendous impact on my ability to complete this process, I wanted to make sure that whatever I wrote was not only a page that said thank you, but really honored their support and their love. 
So as I was sitting in my office contemplating what was I going to write, my mind wandered back to my childhood. And I thought about my parents and the impact that they had on my life. I'd like to tell you a little bit about my parents. And I'm going to try this, try to do this without getting very emotional. Because my parents are the reason that I sit here today and the reason that I can do what I do today. My parents understood the value of education. However, they didn't have the opportunities that I was blessed to receive. They grew up in a different time when having a high school diploma wasn't necessary to be considered successful. In fact, it was very common for young men to drop out of school to go to work and for young ladies to drop out and stay home to take care of the family. John Maxwell, my mentor, said, most people simply accept their lives. They don't lead their lives. Our lives are a result of our choices. Let me tell you about my father. My father was a math wizard. In fact, my father would be considered today to be a math genius. There wasn't anything that my father couldn't do with math. In fact, he tried to teach me how to use a slide ruler. He could whip out his slide ruler and figure out the most complex problems. And I would just sit there and be amazed. Now, I want you to understand something. I took three semesters of calculus as a part of my undergraduate degree. So I think I'm actually pretty solid with math. But yet, my father could run circles around me with his slide ruler and me using one of the more advanced calculators that we have today. But because of the time that my father grew up in, he didn't have the opportunity to go to college because he didn't have the financial resources to support that, that dream of his. He came from a very large family and that just wasn't really an option. So after he graduated from high school, my father joined the United States Army. And because of his math skills, my father found himself sitting in classes with college graduates learning how to launch missiles. In fact, in his class, he was the only person without a college degree. But because my father understood math, he would actually tutor his classmates. Remember, these are the people with college degrees. He would tutor them on the math that it took to make our missiles fly the way that they were supposed to fly. You see, back then, they didn't have the computers that we have today where you just program what you wanted the missile or a missile to do. They actually had to calculate things like the trajectory of the missile and the flight pattern. So that's 
a little bit about my father, the early part or the first career that my father had. Well, once he retired from the military as a chief warrant officer, my father started his second career with civil service. In his last assignment, he was in charge of all of the maintenance for nuclear submarines at Pearl Harbor. That's right. My father was in charge of all of the maintenance. So he was second in command to the general in charge of all of the nuclear submarines at Pearl Harbor. Not bad for a guy with only a high school diploma. As you can tell, I'm very proud of my father, but I'm also equally proud of my mother. Let me tell you a little bit about her. My mother was the third of seven children. And because she was the oldest living at home, when my grandmother became very ill, my mother dropped out of high school. She had to take care of her younger brothers and sisters. And when my grandmother passed, my mother assumed responsibility for raising her younger brother and sisters. She remained at home and helped my grandfather. When my mother married my father, she continued to be a homemaker until one day she decided that she wanted to return to school and earn her high school diploma. Now you would say, Kim, why would she want to do that? Well, because she understood that she wanted to be a role model for myself and my sisters. Well, she went back to school and she earned her high school diploma. But here's the wonderful thing. My mother didn't stop there. She went on to earn her college degree and she became a licensed practical nurse. Later, after my sisters and I were a little older, my mother went back to school to become a registered nurse. Ultimately, my mother earned her certification as a nurse anesthetist. Now I want you to think about this. All of the time that my mother was going to school, to earn her high school diploma, to earn her licensed nurse, uh, practical nurse degree, to earn her registered nurse degree, and then to become a nurse anesthetist. She was also raising three children. So while we went to school during the day, my mother went to school. And it wasn't uncommon that at night when we would be sitting around the dining room table doing our homework, my mother would be sitting there with us doing her homework. Not bad for a high school dropout with three children. You see, the impact that we have on others will live on after we are gone. Everything else, and I mean everything else, is temporary. So I have three questions for you today. I hope you're ready to write these questions down because over the course of this week, I want you to think about these three questions. Are you ready? Here's what I want you to ask yourself over the course of this next week. What are you leaving behind? 
Mm, that's deep. Who will carry on your legacy? And are you ready? Because this one is really going to challenge your thought process. What will that legacy look like? Wow. Okay. I know I need to give you a moment to process that. Because understanding what that legacy will look like will help you decide what you are going to do today. One of my favorite quotes is by Jackie Robinson, the great and legendary baseball player. He said, a life isn't significant except for its impact on other lives. Only by changing the way we live today, today, can we change the legacy we will leave. The world is filled with many challenges, and our youth are struggling to find their place in this global society. Who will rise up and help them navigate the waters of change? Whose legacy will they be? I want to repeat that because I, that is such a profound question that I really want to resonate with you. Whose legacy will they be? Robert F. Kennedy said, if not us, then who? If not now, then when? We have the power to change lives and shape the future through the legacy we leave behind. Now here's my question for you for this week. Are you building your legacy? This week's More Leadership Moment video podcast quote is, Our legacy is created when we go beyond ourselves impact the lives of others. This is Dr. Kim Moore guiding you to lead with confidence. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to this educational leadership moment. If you enjoyed listening, subscribe to my moments on your favorite platform to receive notifications when we release new moments. Also, don't forget to check out our past moments, which are available for free on all major platforms. In these timeless episodes, we cover a range of topics related to educational leadership that are just as relevant today as when they were first released. To learn more about improving student success, please visit my website at kimdmore.com. There are resources and information for you, your team, and your organization. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your educational leadership guide, and I believe that when students are led well, they learn well. Have a blessed day.